சிவபானசுந்தரி வந்தாளே அடசந்தன பூசி நின்றாளே back We, We are, are back, back. episode right. 3 on season 2 of the After Hours pre-show on 102.7 East FM. Yeah, yeah. With the boys 3D sound. This is Matt. This is Cypher. And it's your boy Prodigy. What's going on? What's up today, boys? Tonight's a, a very special show. We're back to special show. I mean, it's always a special show, but we're back to special, the special special. We got the first special. guest of the season, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I've been I've been really excited for these guys. I've actually been following them for quite some time. They're uh, a great duo, been doing some some great deeds for the community. The co-founders of Tamil Reads, we have Roshni and we have Faith in the building. Ladies, how are you doing tonight? Welcome, mm-hmm. welcome. Hi. Hello, hello. We're doing great. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. It is an honor to have both of you here on the line with us talking about your page. Uh we do see that it's just launched this year and uh you know, it's it's pushing for an important movement, educating the Tamil diaspora and bringing us together through uh mentorship, education and community building. I mean, I don't think there's anything better than to be able to do it in those avenues and Facts. to be able to bring in uh an a page that actually introduces various different types of Tamil literature. I think you guys can explain it better than me. So, sure. why don't we get you all to introduce yourselves uh and then we'll go from there. For sure. Uh yeah, my name is Roshni um uh, Ravindra and I'm one of the co-founders for Tamil Reads and really excited to be on the space to talk about, you know, like what you said, some old literature. So I'm excited to be on this call. That's a little bit about me. Faith, go ahead. Uh yeah, I am Faith Vina Rajasingam, also another co-founder of Tamil Reads and super excited and grateful to be here. Yeah, so um gosh, Tamil Reads was started literally this year. Um like you said, March Fourth was our launch date, and we really did not know the amount of people and support from the community that, that we will get for this, um, you know, project of ours. Um, we call it a love letter for, um, you know, the community to talk about books and talk about a lot of what the diaspora is going through. Um, you know, in complex identities, um, through stories, poems, literature, and a lot of things that have been lost, you know, in the past. We're trying to regain that. So that's a little bit about what Tamil Reads is about. Yeah, Tamil Reads it was super inspired by um events like the burning of the Jaffna Library and in memory of events like that are what inspired Tamil Reads and even just the way in which we wanted to rebuild uh the way in which we connect with the community. Amazing. And for people who don't know, I mean, uh, I know a lot of us know about the story of the Jaffna Library. For the listeners who don't know, can you tell us a little bit about that incident and how that went down? Yeah, so um I think it was I believe in 1982 or three I'm correct me with the year but um the library was so important for the Tamil community not only on the island um in the north and east but also within folks in Tamil Nadu because it did harbor a lot of Tamil texts like we're talking about 2000 year old century 
um, books and scripts, palm scripts, um, stories written by Tamil authors, um, historical reads um, that were all in this huge library. And it was actually one of the biggest South Asian libraries available. So when we're talking about all these texts there, um, it was state-sponsored attack on this library um, by the government um, to kind of basically tell Tamil people, hey, we don't like you, our identity is kind of tarnished. And they use the library as an attack, um, kind of marking it as a cultural genocide um, of our people. So imagine a bunch of texts, histories, um, our history being erased into ashes. And I've talked to, you know, elders who've been there back home who've talked about the incident and it's really heartbreaking um, to know that they were there during the time, you know, some of them cleaning up the ashes of this library, all of our books kind of being burnt down. So it was such a huge turmoil for a lot of our community. And some of these texts you just can't get back. And so, you know, a lot of this um, incident has been very crucial in our lives. And we thought with Thumbel Reads, how we can talk about um, this incident through books and bring some of it back. And it, like you touched on it as well too with the culture genocide. I mean, mm-hmm. they say lit- literature and art is what the, the remnants of like civilizations and like what gets passed down ultimately to future generations, mm-hmm. right? Art. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a blatant attack. It was a blatant attack. It's not something that is, is random. It wasn't a random, oh, we're mm-hmm. running into a library, let's do this. It's like mm-hmm. a, it's obviously um, thought of and, and done, right? So it made sense with with Tamil reads that is like it's very important and it's crazy and it's honorable that you guys even you guys even have this movement and thought to like you know push especially Tamil literature more into the forefront and I also noticed mm-hmm. with your account you guys try to like it's not even just old texts or scriptures that you guys touch on you guys touch on current mm-hmm. texts and literatures and stuff like that right like so yeah. what I was I think surprised by this whole thing that you guys got going on is that it's that current like how are you guys finding like Tamil um, authors and their books and their pages like what goes beyond the scope of just Even your post on Instagram. Stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, like how, how, how is this done? Yeah, it's actually um, quite a bit of a process. So on one end, uh, Rashi and I, of course, we have some academic background. So we do have experience navigating academia. And myself, especially, I did my master's in history. And it was kind of out of the conversations that Rashi and I had about how inaccessible academia is for Tamil people who want to learn about Tamilness and Tamil identity and history and all this kind of stuff. And so um, I was able to uh, connect with a couple of good authors and literature, but they were so hard to get access to. And then, of course, there's a lot of gatekeeping that happens, right, especially with education and especially with knowledge and all this kind of stuff. So Rashi and I would talk about this and in the process of creating Tamil Reads and in collecting the books and the literature that we do, we make it a point to reach out to anyone that has anything. We do a lot of um, uh, call outs whenever we can. And uh, that's another way in which we stay connected with what the community is currently reading, what the diasporas are currently up to in terms of uh, knowledge creating and even knowledge archiving. You touched on something, uh, like you said, gatekeeping. So like, w- what do you mean by that? So there's obviously some challenges as well, too, mm. for you guys to come out with, uh, you know, n- new material or like find new literature. So what kind of challenges are you facing? What, what do you mean by this gatekeeping? Like, Yeah, sure. So um, I can explain that when I mean academic gatekeeping, I mean that um, it refers to financial uh, access, I mean, refers to uh, even spaces that people are able to access. So, of course, you need certain amount of income levels in order to have 
uh, graduate and uh, postgraduate education and have these type of experiences. Uh, you don't always get the funding that you deserve in order to do the research that you need to do. And so um, certain institutions have a lot more access to books than other institutions. And if you do not have the that financial and social capital to be in those spaces, then you do not have access to those books and those knowledges. And it is creating a big divide within the community, right? And uh, even outside of academia, I'm sure if uh, Rashmi wants to jump in at any point, she can also talk a lot about outside of academia and what it means, uh, yeah. what gatekeeping looks like there. Yeah, um, just to kind of like follow through whatever, um, you know, Faith was saying, we all not only have academic gatekeeping, we also have, you know, I did a lot of community work and like student activism. That was kind of my go-to thing. So a lot of these stories that you're saying, like, where do you find these new stories? There's an increase of a lot of people, especially in the diaspora now, who are actually creating their own stories now. So a lot of people have been actually taking the time to create their own stories, write their own books, write their own poems to talk about Tamil culture. So it's really interesting to see a lot of this. So beyond academia as well, too, so even with your literature, it's, it's strictly not just academia. There's also fiction, nonfiction, any any sort of uh, literature that would come from, I, I guess, a Tamil author is, is what oh, quite, you try to push Quite for. a large, I guess, uh, list of books. And not only that, I noticed as well that not only did they list the books and recommend these books, they also have a list of where you can find these books. And mm-hmm. this this ranges from like Toronto to Australia to mm-hmm. Chennai to like like... Anyway, so I'm curious, like, how did you guys come up with this list and what was the difficulties for you guys to even figure out where these books will be found? Uh, I think we're still trying to figure that out. Um, that catalog is definitely a work in progress. Just like personally, um, you know, for me to learn more about my Tamil identity, um, I actually never knew a lot about, you know, the liberation or historical stuff. I was always interested in it. But I'm like, where do I actually, you know, learn these things? So I went, again, I went to university and a lot of my political identity was shaped from there. And, you know, we would talk to some people who knew about it, but it wasn't like the ideal way of learning it. So I just got upon looking at books that people had, um, you know, the infamous TSAs that we're all part of. Uh, there was a library that was curated there. So I would look into the library and see what books they had. And personally, I started actually collecting Tamil books um, over the years. So this has been like five, six years in the making of just looking at different books out there that talk about Tamil history. So that was added to the list. Um, But yeah, um, a lot of these are just like talking to people. So a lot of people reach out to us, um, people that we know, um, just doing like going on Google. It's as simple as that and finding what books are out there. And it's even a surprise for us all the time to go and see Mm -hmm. something new. Like oftentimes we're like, this didn't exist. Like sometimes we think like most Tamil books like this even exist in the first place, mm. and there's so many books yeah, that yeah. actually. Yeah. I feel the same looking at your pages. Yeah, like yeah. different books they are like, <laughs> and it looks like they're all from different genres too. It doesn't yeah. look like you're just yeah. narrowed into the one type, right? Which is it's great. You know, we're covering everything from um, like LGBTQ rights and yeah. and mm-hmm. being a part of uh, an Elon Tamil community, uh, everything up to the genocide and um, activist communities and things of that sort. One thing I'm really curious about is like what is your guys' relationship, like, how do you guys know each other? How did you come up with this common goal mm-hmm. to come up with Tamil Reed? So I'm sure you guys have some kind of history. Uh, we just don't know what it is. So let us know. How did you guys meet? We're complete strangers. Are you really? <laughs> oh, we have never <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't sound no. like it. <laughs> 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 so, 
We actually met in university. So Roshni was, um, or do you want to tell the beginning of our love story? <laughs> sure. Um, it's a, it's a it's long, long while back. Um, like I said, <laughs> a lot of um, uh, my experiences stem from university. I'm not going to say which university, but it's a very popular one. <laughs> it, sounds like, it, sounds, it sounds like um, some, there's a, like a little background story with the universities <laughs> and some professors that we can't be talking about. <laughs> we might have delved deeper into this later. <laughs> university, but uh, yeah, I did a lot of you know Talmud student, uh, student Association organizing there. So a lot of my work um, stemmed from this. And um, I was part of an organization called South Asian. Oh my gosh. But it's basically the service group that we're a part of. Um, that kind of harbors like South Asian um, students and communities. And essentially um, we met and uh, Faith was a student at the time who came in and we just had conversations around um, politics and identities um, and stories about our culture, um, especially being in a very South Asian space. <laughs> Again, um, it's very shocking for people when Tamil women or Tamil people are actually leading a South Asian space mm. and talking about these stories. And so it was already a fight for ourselves. Um, Faith later became a part of the team um, to actually establish Tamil identities within a very South Asian um, space that always talks about, again, Northern Indian communities, politics, like, you know, people will come up to us and say namaste or do you speak Hindi? And we're like, no. <laughs> and people will get mad that some of people are actually taking up space um, in yeah. talking about these identities. So that's where we met. And then it kind of flourished from there. And we actually had a running library within the space um, that which we included Tamil books because there was actually library? no Tamil books included. A library mm-hmm. for a the library. service. Oh, okay, as a service. Yeah. No way, cool. So, I mean, another thing that you touched on as well, too, earlier, with the way you guys both met is with, um, you know how you said the spaces are, are not as inclusive for Tamil people, and a lot of it is yeah. based off, like, you know, m- more North Indian, and, like, there's, yeah. there's it's, like, it's like saying the word Desi, you know, and they try to classify everyone on that as well, you know, it's like same, same, along those yeah. same lines, right? So, even that, like, I, I think that's why what your movement is even more important, because mm-hmm. this has existed for not just yesterday or today it's been in existence for a while ever since we've as a diaspora have come and spread our wings and like established ourselves right and we've exactly. yet to kind of like embrace that tumbleness and like realize how like powerful and great we really are you know without tooting, yeah. sound, tooting our own horns too much you um, can do that but <laughs> so i mean and, and it's crazy too because like when as soon as you bring up that destiny thing it's not even it's not even just like um, like people, like even people of color, like uh, you know, like people who who are in the LGBTQ community or queer folks, they mm-hmm. have that same. Especially Tamil mm-hmm. people, I've, I've seen people that I know have those same gripes that any of those spaces even are even more so closed off, right? So, yeah, right. This is a very very important movement that you guys are doing, and like it's it's very cr- good that you guys are pushing this, and like, you guys are actively pushing this as well too. The growth that you guys have seen has been pretty phenomenal too, I would say. Isn't yeah, it, oh, are, you guys actually, are you so overwhelmed surprised. by it at all, or no? <laughs> Sorry. We were like, we were like, oh, okay, so this is happening. Like, yeah. like this is fun. <laughs> we're gonna have a fun time. Faith and yep. I are friends. We love doing this, yeah. and um, I guess we were like shocked but not surprised. Um, also, because I think the growth that we see is actually the shows us the amount of need this page has mm-hmm. for people. For like, sure, people yeah. really need this. Um, need this. Yeah. People would message us or ask us where to find this book or even the saves on our posts kind of indicate that right you know where has this been for a long time and there's been existing um spaces like 
um, South Asian, again, spaces that talk about literature and books and brown authors and such. And yep. those are all great because we learn from that too, but never do they show Tamil authors. Never do they show yep. um, Tamil stories. And oftentimes, mm-hmm. I think this is another thing, the reason why we did this is because um, if you look in Toronto, we have a huge population of Tamil, specifically Elam Tamil people right. um, in our communities. And um, when we look at accessing our culture or our history, if you go to stores like Indigo and Chapters or the Toronto Library or whatnot, mm-hmm. a lot of the books that exist there are usually books, like you said, that white, what quote unquote whitewash our culture. Right. But it's also books written by white men who call us mm-hmm. terrorists mm-hmm. or paid us as terrorists. Yeah. Is this the books yeah. that we want available for our community? Right. No. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's right. why some reads is there. Yeah. yeah, and even with that, uh, part of the reason why I think uh, we grew so much is because Sashi and I are not ashamed or even scared to openly identify ourselves and our pages, mm-hmm. not just Tamil yes. reads, but it's also Elam reads. Mm-hmm. We are very, yeah. we make that uh, a strong point and a, right. a central point to who we are as an organization. Because it's very important. And yeah, it's super important to yeah. us. Because I mean, like it's, it's like recent incidents that we've seen, you know, with with the you know especially North Indian Tamils you know who who do, who don't align with what what's needed I mean like you know like there's a, there's mm-hmm. a genocide going on next door you know and yeah. you guys have been quiet you yeah. know? and then when you guys talk about mm-hmm. subjects or like decide to do roles of people who oppress us then you know we're gonna we're gonna need to create our own outlets and avenues and that's why something like this is very very important even with this show that's kind of our like one of our our, our idea like ideologies and what we push is our own culture within the Elam community as well too because. Mm-hmm. It's about time we get our stripes because yo, we're pretty great. You know what it's I mean? About 100%. Time. It's about time. And we, we need are. we need we're more awesome. folks yeah. just like you two. 100%. Big shout out to Tamo Reads once again. This is Roshni and Faith. It's a great page. Definitely do check it out on Instagram at Tamil Reads. Uh, link in their bio for the list of all the books that we're talking about today. Yes. Uh, I mean, the list goes on forever. I'm scrolling through it right now and scheduling some uh, <laughs> some books to, to, yeah, to read. I, I want to know, like, how, how can us, the community, help? In, yeah. Like, find yeah. Sure. Help you guys. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, thanks for asking. Yeah, go ahead, babe. Um, I think, uh, honestly, stuff like this is such a great platform for us to even mm-hmm. share our content and our organization. So thanks again for inviting us on this uh, space. It's thanks, to you, thanks to you guys, but for sure, we're, we're more than happy to have you guys here. Like, it's like, this is kind of what we what, what we aspire for for the community. So like, seeing this is like, like it's like, I don't know. I just I can't, I can't say it a nice, <laughs> a nice enough way to like, you know, like show you how I feel about this. It's, it's nothing, it's nothing but puts a smile on our face. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? Yeah. I think we'll just end it off with this one here. Um, yeah. uh, we'll start with uh, Faith and we'll go to Roshni. If you can mm-hmm. give us one book of your entire list that you would personally recommend to the listeners, no what thinking. would it be? No thinking. Right oh. off the top of your head. God. Oh, I hate this question. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the list goes on forever and okay, there's yeah. nothing but good reads, but your personal favorite off the top my of your head. My personal favorite. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I think I have to do War Diaries. War Diaries? War Diaries. Okay. And that's, and that's okay. by? It's, it's, it's an um, diary M- by a soldier. Okay. And Malati. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Oh, that and Rosny, your personal so... favorite. Malati, yeah. yeah. And sorry, your personal favorite? Mine um, has to be the um, de facto state. Uh, gosh, I need to get the title. Um, but essentially, <laughs> from N. Malati as well. And it goes into basically the last stages of the war um, in Mulitiva and also talks about the de facto state. So it's the last stages of the LTE de facto state by N. Malati. 
I think called I, up and titled and Molly was, uh, was was she was she also a correct me if I'm wrong, but was she also a newscaster? Was was that is this, am I thinking the same person or is it someone else? I I don't no, think so. I think, I think I'm no, confusing she, someone else. I'm, I'm confusing she did someone. some yeah. she did some on the field work, but oh. I don't think she did yeah. newscasting. Okay, yeah, she's yeah. a computerist. Slash, she's from New Zealand, so she's from the diaspora, oh, I see, and I see. she yeah. actually was there during 2003, 2006, mm-hmm. kind of basically there documenting from the high points of the war um, and wrote stories and really focused on um, woman liberation and what happened there. Oh. And yeah, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite books. Yeah. It really she also does some really it. great translated uh, work. So she translates a lot of their uh, works already written in Tamil. Interesting. Dope. And for y- yeah. those of y'all listening and want to check out that book, it's actually called A Fleeting Moment in My Country, The Last yes. Years of the LTTE De Facto State. Obviously, all the oh, links in their you. bio, you do need to hit that follow sure. button and you'll keep up to date. And, and, and we'll share those <laughs> We'll share those two picks from you guys as uh, the Tamil Reads picks for, for the show, you know? So yep. we yep. appreciate you yeah. guys once again for coming again. today. Tamil Reads, thank you very much. Thank you. Ladies, thank you. Yeah, I mean, that was a actually solid interview. Seeing the Tamil Reads girls like Roshni and Faith, what they're doing is, is similar along the lines of what we want to do, you know, with pushing our community and like showing that, you know, Sigaram Toduam, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, exactly. there. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Kusa. Yeah. Um, that being said, it's, it's, it's just, we can't help but keep rising. Bro, and these guys just started a couple months ago. Imagine, yeah. imagine. Just an- another few months, yeah. next year, these yep. guys are going to be... Huh. Yo, you know what it is? It just goes to show, like, th- even throughout the whole t- interview, what I was taking in is that there's a need for it. There's obviously a following, especially the youth and the generation who's on Instagram, noticing that there's a void of Tamil literature and knowledge of their own culture. That's so right. I rate that. I rate the fact mm-hmm. that this outlet is like exists, and then on top of that, there are people who want it too. Yeah, and I'm sure there's people who didn't know that they wanted and of they course. see this and they're like wow I think even one of them I don't recall if it's Roshni or Faith mentioned that they, they didn't really know much as well too so they had to like delve into this to figure it out so I mean shout out to both both of them it's a, it's a very honorable cause of what they're doing and like it's super important that this exists so Tamil Reads follow those guys on Instagram um, doing great work and uh, let's just ho- want to see them continue to boom 100% and keep on rising keep, keep it rising, rising. <laughs> <laughs> well let's get this to do nice and well for me Man's on a Rise this is the part of the show where we go over two of the best songs that are popping right now in the city. We got two very special songs for y'all. Uh, the first song is actually coming out of the UK once again. Man. From the other side of the pond, my friend. These guys are like, I don't even know. Ultimate, I've said this about one, three times. It's, it's, too many all, good it's always Ultimate KO from the UK. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <seriously. laughs> I mean, yo, I, you gotta, you gotta like, stop knocking the, the Canadian mans, you know, out here. Yo, we got some no, bangers. I'm just Remember saying last the, week? Last week? Yeah, I was bumping. Whew, I'm that, just saying the UK man's sending a Hadouken all the way over, you know? Like, Hadouken? <laughs> you know, that's yo, from Japan. Let me, just put, let me put it out here. Right now, if I was an artist, I would not be making music in this cold-ass weather. Uh, so, you know, we're just going to wait till the springtime. Hopefully, these guys come up with some bangers. By yeah, then. you know. No, but what did you summer. think that if you're at home, in the cold, it's cold and you're staying Bro, inside? I don't know. In my room, it's cold and I can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly, it's not cold in this guy's room because he brought you out a banger. Woo! Yo, this first track is called Showgirl. It's by Tevin. And that's at Tevin Official on Instagram featuring 33. The song's an absolute banger. Yo, Cypher, hit him. Single, feel, feel, feel when I'm a single, feel, feel good when I'm a single, I said, who 
That's the first time I heard that one, but Prodigy, you did it again, man. You did we not miss. You did it again. We not this miss. Is, this one was crazy. Yeah, I'm telling you. Prodigy's a crate creeper still. <laughs> digging deep, you know? But not Here only that, streets. bro. This, the artwork of this uh, album cover. Yes, thank you. Disgusting. Thank you for bringing that up. Disgusting. <laughs> Super psychedelic. It's you know like psychedelic, I mean? for yeah. sure. My, yeah, well, yeah I appreciate you bringing that up. I want to touch base on it's, this. It's definitely a vibe. You see some shrooms coming out of there and a couple other... Uh, you know, is this shrooms or is it trees? <laughs> what's up? What's next? What's next project? Yo, with it. Absolute bang. Once again, that was by Tevin. That song was Showgirl. And up next, we got uh, a little bit of an older song that actually came out a couple months ago, but it's been on repeat on my playlist. And I think Toronto needs to get shown some love on the show because, you know, there isn't enough. There isn't enough. But this song, you can give more than enough love to because it's absolutely a great track. This song is Enosona, brought to you by Rushni, featuring Brandon Anthony. Sona, Enosona, Enosona. You could lack Don't fall in love You're too young for that Listen to my heart And now you're all I need Just you and me It's all I need Take care of me So not cute Up in Ipanaya And I so Said I'm too young for love, that we too ain't for us Start was just lust, but my heart word I trust Get my phone up, so she loan up Change her tone up, make a moan up Yeah, that's so not Feel me slipping in and she be going higher When she hitting, I know she be in the choir Come a little close, I ain't gonna deny her Love the way 
she hold me down, I ain't gonna fire. You my rider, I'm your rodeo. Feeling like we Juliet and Romeo. Always in my head, I couldn't let it go. Hard to show, so I think it's better that you know. All I need, just you and me. It's all I need. Take care of me. Man, it's a vibe. That's magic. Ashley's I've, I've heard, on that. I've heard this one before, and right now I'm, I'm. Days. I don't know what to say because I don't know which one was my favorite. <laughs> Yo, what, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, which one was your favorite? Like two man's on the rise today. It's like, uh, yeah, man, yeah. man. That's I'm, a good problem. It's two different vibes. You know, you got a banger and you got a nice little melody with Emma And real big, talk, big vibes Personally, I, I think this song is actually uh, better than the original Hindi version of this song because oh, 100%, the production is just 100%, like yeah. it doesn't look <laughs> no yeah, question well, about it. It's just crazy. And shout out to Brian and Anthony for spinning them bars on that song too. He absolutely killed it. If you haven't known who Brian and Anthony is before, check him out. Uh, Brandon Anthony Music on Instagram. That's with two A's in Brandon. And he just dropped a new song called Prada. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Absolute banger as well. Both of them came together on a great duo here on Enasona. Songs available on Spotify. And once again, if you want to hear any of our new Man's on the Rise tracks, go ahead and hit that follow button on our Spotify playlist. Once again, link in our bio. That's this week's Man's on the Rise. Cheese! Mm-hmm. Big bangers. <laughs> Straight bangers. Straight bangers, man. Yo, 100%. That heat is always... It's hot. It's hot. Yeah, man. And this this track especially, the like, production value. I think that's what it is, right? Like Very important. Especially with Man's in the Rise yeah. and the way... like I think there's certain... Um, there's certain criteria that I think uh, we have to hit with what, we, what we're looking for, right? And like one of those things that we do appreciate as like... Audio files is big production for production. sure. Yeah, Seriously. because you get a lot of tracks. They have amazing lyrics, but the production is not there. Then you get amazing production, but the, the song or the lyrics is not there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. needless to say, the bar is set high. The and if you're on the show, 100%. you know what's up. Facts. I think, I think everyone pretty much knows that. <laughs> yeah, I hope, I hope so. It has to go through the quality control. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And it's not even a. It's not even. It's not even that we're trying to be gatekeepers or we're a high authority on any anything like this. No, we're no. We're, we're not anyone to put on put on anyone's art, but. I think that with our movement of trying to push the culture forward, especially our Tamil culture forward and like have that higher standard within our own community and have the majority tag along and like co-sign it, yep. it needs to hit. You know what I mean? It needs of to course. hit all those checkpoints of like up there. Of course. For sure. Speaking of hits, you know the boy Dennis, always putting out straight hit movies. Y'all hear about the news that came out just yesterday? We did. No, we what, did. What, what was it? So Tell us. Enlighten us. Dennis was actually joining the Hollywood seen now in a movie called The Grey Man uh, that's actually being directed by the Russo brothers who brought you The Avengers and all the great <laughs> Marvel movies um, and he's actually going to be joining a cast alongside Ryan Gosling uh, Chris Evans uh, Ana de Armas and, uh, and a few other great actors from Hollywood as well um, it's actually going to be premiered on Netflix as well so huge move for Dennis kudos to him to, to bring it over the, the Hollywood scene over into Hollywood uh, you know honestly it's, it's, it's hard to set up barriers I think there's already a lot of barriers that are or put in place previously, and to see guys like A.R. Rahman coming first before with you know movies like Some Dog Millionaire be able to create a production. I don't think we've been able to see any real South Asian rep- representation on the big screen in Hollywood well, since sure. then. That, that soundtrack, really? that's actually like, fact. Dumb, actually, yeah. Dumb, yeah. representation. I don't think there has that sound, been that soundtrack from Slum Dog was uh, slept on. That one yeah, was yeah. pretty crazy, man. Yeah, M.I.A. Yeah, was yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
and one. and there is I mean there's a lot of representation in terms of I think uh, other parts of you know India yeah. and not South India particularly but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I don't know I think personally it's great to see that you know we're finally getting some, some spotlight shine hopefully he's not just like a, a side character and you know this announcement is that he's a pretty pivotal role in the movie. True. Yeah. It's hard to say. Time will tell. I don't, I don't, I, I'm, Time will tell. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like conflicted. Like if Danish would even take on a side role, but if it's Hollywood, I don't know. You might have to See, stoop a little bit lower that's to my, take that role. Yeah. That's yeah. My, yeah. It might that's be like starting beat. from scratch. Starting from yeah, scratch again. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it might be one of those situations where they just needed a brown guy. To be I'm, honest, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm all, I'm all for that. Well could be. Yeah. That's that's my beef. You hit the nail in the coffin. <laughs> for these, for these, like for Tamil people or like Tamil cinema at least. It's like Hollywood is this like peak, you know? It's like that. It's a cigarette for them. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, what, bro. Like, sure. and, and, and I think by allowing that, we allow Hollywood to take themselves as being the default of um, cinema worldwide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Even like last uh, last year's, was it last year's Oscars where Parasite, it was a South Korean film, yes. right? took movie of the year. And Great people were movie, so surprised. So Amazing. Surprised. Amazing. Yeah. Work you of have art. to watch that Work movie. of art. Anybody that's listening has to go watch that. Worth movie. the hype. Like, Worth the hype. Put, put yeah, well, there's so much hate around that whole uh, yeah. Oscar winning and stuff yes, like that. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. they're so mad it wasn't a white movie. Exactly. That's what it is. But this, this one, you don't have to worry about it being yeah. a white white movie because it's the gray man. The man's gray. <laughs> <laughs> so, is the gray man a superhero? Because, yo, it's being directed by the Russo brothers. So. I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. Just, yo, it's, it's it is a, a pretty film. all-star cast. It, it is, is, it is. is a good Captain cast. America's in it. Ryan Gosling, Canadian... Famous white boys in it. Famous know? white boy, yeah. Uh, pro- you, you probably know him the from notebook. the Notebook, eh? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel like Danish is already known in the U.S. pretty broadly outside of the Tamil he community is, too because sure. when that song Why Is Colibri came out years ago, if you oh, all don't remember, yes, sir, you're he right. went Good viral yeah. all that over was, the world. I think that was the top song uh, search or top viewed uh, YouTube video of that year. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It, like, it was to the point where even Obama, I think, at one point shouted out Danish for, for the song. I wouldn't ah, be surprised. Wait. So, like, yeah, 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 a while back. But at the same um, time, I feel like Danish is the one of the few uh Hollywood actors you can say that is actually attempting to make the Hollywood like stride I guess you yeah. know I feel like there's a lot of people who are just comfortable where they are I don't yeah. think there's many people wanting to go to that next yeah, level yeah. because what, like you know Hollywood is a dangerous game as well you know yeah. you know people don't all, it's not it's not all like fun and games over there either right so in what sense though what do you, what do you mean though? I, like in, I feel the, like the standards are higher like their man's on the rise is like higher than <laughs> maybe but yeah. at the same time they probably don't you know accept the foreigners sure. to the same level right yeah, so 100%. Uh, 100%, you people you know 100%. people don't want to go out of their comfort zone they know that they're well treated in India why would they leave such a yeah, nice yeah. place right so but Dennis has always been w- willing to. I think this, he's done a, a Hollywood, Hollywood movie, before. movie before. That's what um, I thought too. The extraordinary, extraordinary yeah, j- journey of the f- fucker was it? Fakir. Fakir. The yeah. F- extraordinary journey of the fucker. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what it is, man. The extraordinary journey of the fakir or whatever it is. But this was a movie back. It's a French movie, uh, adventure comedy film. Uh, that Dennis was the main uh, main role in this film. Oh, this is uh, a Hollywood movie. It's a French movie. Well, no, it, it well, France, but uh, it released in India, US, Canada, Singapore, Malaysia oh, so in 2019. So it was a worldwide release. It was shot in India uh, with Paris as well. But I guess because it was a, everything was shot in India, they didn't really right, take right. it like as a So series. I guess the hype behind this new movie is the fact that he's just with an all-star cast and it's a big That's movie. probably what it is. Yeah. Well, well, I guess well, I guess we'll have to see And I've, I, I've read the plot of this before in the past and it's a pretty stupid plot line. So uh, that's why I guess this movie didn't really take off. But I remember him making sure that this was also uh, well known that he was in this film. But... Uh, it looks like it, it also was released in six other uh, languages, including Tamil, and I've never heard of this in my life. Uh, yeah, me neither. But 
the, what I what I gotta throw out there as well too is I think I feel like even for Tamil actors, like Hollywood actors especially, they they're like epitome, they made it is like Hollywood. Even Kamalas, right? He's infamous for like he never got into uh, Hollywood. I don't think he's ever got a role in Hollywood, but a lot of his movies are based off of Hollywood like, things movies. Things that happen have Hollywood. Like okay, Avishar movie. You guys remember Avishar movie? Yep. Yeah. What was that remake of? Miss Doubtfire. Miss Doubtfire. And then even Nyagan. You guys know the movie Nyagan? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what that's a remake of? No, actually. It's effectively a remake of Godfather. It's just a Tamil version oh, of it. Yeah, yeah. You can say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you it, can it, say it, that. It, it, loosely, yeah. It's, like, it's, loosely. Like, it's loosely, but yeah. it, it, it is though. Like it's taking elements of it. And Great movie, regardless. Great movie. And that's that's why Kamal I think kills it because yeah. he executes it perfectly. So, 100%. but do you think he's uh, he's compensating by doing Big Boss now because he didn't get those big roles? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's, you threw me off there. I, that, yeah, I didn't know this whole Big Boss controversy. Yeah. <laughs> I hate like with, with the I don't know. Maybe there's people out here who's who listen to our show and also watch Big Boss. Don't talk to me about Big Boss. I hate this show. And, yeah. I think the whole concept of it is stupid as hell. No, but you gotta be careful, bro, because anyone who watches it is very down for the cause. No, okay, so look, you're gonna lose a okay. you're gonna lose listenership. We're gonna That's lose fine. Listenership. Uh, let me give my explanation of why I don't rate the, the okay, show. Solid, solid. It's because someone who is a watcher of Big Brother okay. in the U- United States and Canada, both versions. Yeah. So someone who watches the original, what it's supposed to be based off Big Brother, where it's like you're put into a house, but you have to win challenges in order for you to raise, yes. r- reach the top. Yeah, you know? by games. Okay, you, have to, okay. you, have to, you have to win challenges in order for you to be the head of household. Okay. And that's when you get control of the house. There's nothing like that in Big Boss. This is just it's straight just up drama. drama. It's just drama. It's just like it's throw, them in, throw yeah. them in a house and see what pops. And then, yeah. you know, once every episode, it's like, why you let don't the you, public vote. Why don't you result. like this person? Why don't you like this person? Like, it's just like, it's, it's just drama. drama. It's Vudupu. It's Vudupu. It's Vudupu. It's not a home. That's what our brown people like, man. You can't yeah. complain. It's a <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know what Big Boss is. I, I know Kamal's loosely associated with it, but... He's a host, man. He's fuck, a host. Fuck that shit. <laughs> all, I'm gonna, all I'm gonna say is, yo, it, it's good to see more more Tamil content on Netflix and Amazon Prime and all these platforms. Amazon Prime is a goat for it right now. They actually got bare Tamil. Amazon on Prime right now. has been the goat. As a matter of fact, the boy Sahi Siva tweeted today yeah. that Amazon Prime is the best subscription that he has. Oh, no way. Yeah, that's what he says. You got co-signed by the GOAT? Yeah. Yo, shout out Amazon Prime. You got shot up by Sai Siva, fam. Yeah. Also, coming out to Netflix, actually, uh, it looks like it just released as well. Um, Gautam Bus David Maven yes. just dropped a, a movie as well uh, with Simran in it. That's all I'm going to say. Simran's in it? And that's all I'm going to say. It's a uh, Netflix movie. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Simran's in it. i seen the trailer. She's back. Simran. She's in Bond it. Muggle, is that right? No, no, no. It's Pava Kadega. Yeah, Pava Kadega. Oh, okay, that's the name so of the So it's interesting because if you the trailer just came out a couple of days ago, and if you look at the trailer, it's actually it's like this typical Tamil movie where it's like Jadi, Madam, and stuff. But the difference is this is about uh, a couple who happen to be two women. Okay. Ah, oh, you understand? Oh, so, so, the, the first, so it adds that it throws that bone into the whole mix of that oh, so it's a Tamil, Tamil movie. Huh? Huh? Okay. It's the first of its kind, I would say. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting concept. I, I was basically just thrown off after I seen Simran in the trailer. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this, this guy lost. <laughs> this guy lost focus. Nineties, <laughs> 90s, 90s queen, bruh. He's all the booty came into his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, have you seen the trailer for this movie? I did. I did see the trailer. Yo, has it's only been out for two weeks. Three point one million views. But we gotta understand that in India, three point one million people is like in each like. <laughs> some section. Like some section, you know? Yeah, that's true. Basically. It's like light. So, so it's funny you bring that up because like YouTube, like so you know how you can monetize videos on YouTube, like how YouTubers make money? Right. Did you know, and I only found this out recently, but did you know that Indian views versus US views 
They're not equivalent? No, nah, they pay different. Really? Yeah? So it's like one Indian view might give you like 10 cents. For example, I don't okay. know the exact number. Okay. But a US viewer gives you like 75 cents. Really? Week. Like, I don't know if it's that difference of a, of a amount, but just you know the what? fact that it's a difference in, That's, in is value. That, is that you, YouTube's like, I guess their algorithm? I mean, I agree with it. Yeah. Let, let me tell you, I agree with it. Well, because <laughs> I feel like these Indians that are in <laughs> India, all they do is YouTube, IT, everything has just got to do with the computer. So their, uh, their time spent and the amount of people there is just significantly more than anywhere else in the world. Yeah. So as a matter of fact, I guess it makes it unfair for like that genre of indian music or indian uh shows or whatnot because they like you probably see like a a drama serial that probably gets millions of views yeah. and then someone who's working hard in the u.s or canada just trying to put out small content yeah yeah, yeah. And they don't like get views at all like right so yeah. like <laughs> and that's why the equivalent of a million views is not really a big deal it's like ah bro yeah. only million views yeah and uh, you know they're yes, like once. they're like they're disappointed <laughs> you know they're like i need i need 30 million yeah. <laughs> you know like a million is a thousand it doesn't meet their cut line you know i don't yeah that's what that's probably what it is Yo, but i agree 100%. with that makes sense makes sense i have that valid theory for that one and while we're on youtube i just want to touch touch on this as well too youtube you know how when, whatever you watch, it basically gives you videos related to, to recommended you, recommended videos. Okay. So if you're watching a lot of videos about cars or watching a lot of videos about like uh, Simran, for example, that's all you'll get. That's all you can see. Yes. But shout out Simran. <laughs> take take in that like if you go into like let's say let's say, this happened to me recently because I think I had to use someone's computer for work or something. So I opened YouTube, and that main page was so foreign to me. Like I was, yes. what I was seeing, like yes. there's the videos I was recommending. I'm like, yes, whoa, there's stuff like, like this, this on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yes, yes. You know why? <laughs> it's because whether you know it or not, your Google account or whatnot is yeah. tied into what you watch, Absolutely. right? So uh, if you notice, you're gonna log into your whether you know it or not, you're gonna log into your phone with that same Google account, That's your right. TV with the same account. That's right. So all these things that you watch to you in your own house in your yeah. own place yeah. looks the same the whole recommended screen looks the same no, 100%. but you walk into some Airbnb yeah. you open up the YouTube screen and you see things that you've never seen in your life exactly. that's what it is right and yeah. it's it's weird too because you're like what is this you know yeah, I, you probably this? never would see this like, yes. like for example I'm going to buy a shovel later this next week the reason why I said that is I'm hoping to go home tonight and this evening when I'm scrolling my phone, I'm going to send you a deal for the shovels. Send you a deal for the shovels. YouTube shovel reviews. You just got to pick up your phone and talk to the side of it and say shovel like four times. I'm sure you're going to That thing, like I see those ads and stuff, but that thing is becoming super scary for me because I mentally think a thought. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, how uh, how to wash my car or whatnot, right? And I'll just type how to, and the next few words will recommend is how to wash your car. That's a trip. Yeah. Yo, I, like, I feel like I've, I've never too. even said this out loud. I've yeah. never mentioned it anywhere. Yep. It's just in my head, and it's just like they already know what Yo, I'm thinking. Yo. That's crazy. That's, it's, like, it's, and it's happened more than one time. I feel like I've been there too. Yeah, and it's, it's happened it's, more than one time. So it's not just me. <laughs> and I, it's yo, don't get me wrong. I love it because it takes my, my search time is so much faster because they're like, they already know what I want. But... How they know? I don't know. It's yeah. like a, I love it. Like Amazon gives you next day delivery, but there's a whole different like world of fuckery yeah. happening in the background. Yeah, that kind of, I love that's it. What it is. Like, that's what it is. That convenience is too crazy, man. The internet is and Amazon is getting scary, even more and more like confusing because it all started off with like these uh, like rental trucks that come and use to drop off packages at your house, right? Now you see a man in the tr- Toronto, like a Honda Civic, pull up to your house, just throw a dash this package in yeah, your, your door. I'm just like, yes. who is this man? You know yeah, like, exactly. And is he here to rob it or is he here to deliver it? That's you know? a pro- like, and yo, the problem is it's not only Amazon. Yeah, Every yeah. single retailer is now using private delivery services. Yeah. And I'm seeing people pull up with like, like, 
literally any single personal car yeah. and dropping off packages. I, I mean, ordered, the reality is they can't keep up with demand, right? It's just it's like crazy, man. The like, online shopping's for, like market has grown significantly over yeah, over this sense, year specifically, this obviously because of yeah. obvious reasons, and right? So I ordered something from Home line. Depot the other day, okay? Yeah. And Home Depot, I guess I needed this thing right away. I didn't want to leave the house, and I wanted instant delivery, right? Okay. It was twenty-five bucks. The man went, picked up my thing, and dropped off my house the same within an hour. So. It's it's like beyond Amazon at that point, but right, it's right. like the guys going. You can eat, it's almost like Uber Eats for your right, home right. people stuff, and right? And so. it makes sense that infrastructure should exist yeah, and grow. It should exist. And it's gonna get it's gonna get any faster and better as time goes on, right? Yeah, like yeah, in the yeah. states right now, certain port, certain parts of the states have drone delivery for Amazon Prime packages, right. and Canada's actually on the way to get there right now. This is actually a company that is being vetted currently as we speak to be the the go-to drone delivery uh, vendor for Ontario to start and then scale across Canada. So, you know, if you live in the Markham and Steels area, you've probably seen the gigantic Amazon factory that just came up. If you also live in the Ajax area. It's like a gigafactory, fam. Yeah. (laughs) That factory is ridiculous. You know know what's crazy about that factory? So their only exit is off uh, Passmore. Yeah. (laughs) Right off. As soon as time, like, Time to clock yeah. out, bro. That lineup to Yo. get out of there, you're at least waiting an hour. Yo, it, and the it, same thing happens in Ajax as well in the West because in the East End they just actually open up. They're in the process of opening up Amazon? another fa- okay. uh, another Amazon. Oh, Ajax, out where, where? It's Ajax. actually at uh, Salem and Salem and Kingston, I believe. Salem Kingston, like South. It's like near the 401. While we're talking Makes about sense, this, but I, I'm not let's surprised. just apologize because yeah. we always talk about all this East End stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we, have a bunch of have a West we did end have this conversation here. last time. Yeah, we 100%. Have, we definitely have some West and End uh, listeners, but sorry, we only know the East End. <laughs> we apologize, but yo, fuck that. We're on the best side. <laughs> <laughs> this is East FM 102.7, so one unapologetically. I mean, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been so mean <laughs> to you guys like that. But like, we we if you if we ever miss anything about the West End, please shoot us a DM and we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. So, boys, I think uh, that brings us to an end. Episode three has been pretty fruitful, to say the least. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big shout out to Maurice one more time. Yes, sir. For That's coming right. Through. So, we got a little interesting outro tonight. Mm-hmm. It's an outro. I mean, our show's always litty, but this intro. I mean, this outro. Sorry, a little special. Because we have last week's guest DJ mm-hmm. featuring last week's Man's on the Rise. Yeah, yeah. Coming together for a little remix thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, did you put that connect together? I don't know. Can't say. <laughs> if I tell you, I might have to Who shoot you. <laughs> Let's just say the universe is working in our favor. The universe is definitely working <laughs> in our favor. That being said, we got Mr. Hectic, DJ Hectic in the building, the rhythm of life, the heartbeat of music. <laughs> He's actually chopped and screwed. Slide down by Zarin and BSP and BSP. Yep. Woo! It's That's a vibe. It. Thanks hey, for tuning in. We are out. It's your boy Prodigy. This is Cipher. This is Matt's. Peace.